0: money money with you money
1: it's yeah all about the money. you want that prompt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's make me want to holler when i tell him I smoke a gang of reefer, but no, I never pass it. Always remember me for kicking the hip-hop classics. I'm Capone Slizzle, I do my own thizzle. True blue, gangster nigga, to the bone gristle. My status so official, but haters get me twisted. Shooting shots at my characters, what they always missing. Like my close people, but I don't mention names. They don't really love me, they just love the fame. Well, well. What up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to AfterBus TV for the season
2: finale, season one for Black Jesus. I'm your host, Bam Erickson, and I want to introduce my panel. Thaddeus Masters in the house. And we have none other than Mr. Gerald Sling Johnson, who plays Black Jesus. What's up? What's
1: up? What's up? What's up? Bam, Thaddeus, afterbus TV. What it do, man? Slink Johnson's in the house, ladies and gentlemen. We have waited for this day. And me too, sir.
2: Well... People, the, um, the 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 big question that people always ask me when they see me uh, in regards to Black Jesus is, is they always ask, "Is Black Jesus really that tall?" So, can you do me a favor? Can you just stand up? So, for those who are watching the show, you can actually see that he is tall. I'm six one. I'm
3: gonna have to stand on my chair. So,
2: as you can <laughs> see, he's really he's really that tall. How tall are you? Six seven. He's six seven, so yes, Lord. that's not the camera trick. He is a tall brother, which I think is perfect uh, for you uh, playing Black Jesus. So how how you been? How's everything? Um,
1: how are you dealing with newfound fame and being a celebrity? Man, Bam, it's, it's it's humbling. It's amazing. It's a dream come true. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's it's everything I ever wanted, man. And you know, it's only growing. Yeah, and and, and thanks to the fans. You know, and all the people out there that support Black Jesus, that support Slink Johnson as an individual, I really say thank you, man. This is amazing. Like, every day now, mm-hmm. more and more, you know, I get people, hey, Black Jesus, or, you know, hey, you the G-Code, man. So, it, it is definitely uh, something to to adjust to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's definitely. Being, I don't necessarily consider myself famous, but I now know that I'm no longer anonymous. So, you right. know, I have to be mindful of the things that I do yeah. while I'm out here.
3: I remember driving down Sunset Boulevard and looking above Pink Taco and seeing this guy like this, his own billboard. I'm like, he got it. Okay. God is good. Cause Ben told me about the show, right? So I just happened to be driving like the next day or something and saw you on the bill. I'm like, he got his own bill. I'm like, oh, this show is about to this show's gonna be something. God have you seen that good. have you seen that billboard? Man,
1: have I seen it? I've i I think for like the first week it was up, I went up there like three days three times a week and took <laughs> pictures, man. And I cried, man. I cried so much, man. I just the first time I went I saw the billboard, man, I went home and Took a shower and stripped butt naked and laid in the bed like in the fetal position to suck my thumb and I just cried myself to sleep. I was so happy. The position. in the fetal position. <laughs> at 6'7". At 6'7". That's real vulnerable right there. I felt <laughs> very hum, hum, humble and vulnerable, man. Now, what What does your family think uh, about it? Do they
2: uh, like you playing Black Jesus? Was there any criticism from your family uh, you playing this role?
1: Oh, not at all because you know my family is, is very supportive from my immediate family to my um, extended family and all my friends. Everybody who's been around me most of my life knows I'm a clown and they know how bad that and how much I desire, um, you know, being into the business and being successful in the business. So everybody's very 100% super supportive. Man, I, I can't say enough about my family right now. My mom, my dad, and like I said, my extended family, all my cousins, everybody's very proud. And it feels good to be be somebody they're proud of and give them something to be proud about. Man. Right.
3: I, I'm, man, this is amazing. How do they feel about the content, like just the content conceptually of the show?
1: Well, you know, when I first, talk, you know, I'm I'm from originally from Arkansas and, you know, I got some older aunties and, you know, matriarchs of my family. And, you know, when I first told them about the idea, they looked, they said, Jarrell, I don't know about that one, Jarrell, you know, you know, because they deeply rooted in their spirituality, you know. Right. But after um. After they saw the show, my Aunt Vivian in particular, she's like, she don't play, you know what I'm saying? But Aunt Vivian, she saw the show and she was like, she said she laughed and she enjoyed it and told me to keep on doing what I'm doing. So, you know, all the matriarchs in my family are with it. I don't care about
3: what nobody else say. Right. That's dope. That is. That's that. That's important. Having that kind of support because you know, obviously, whenever you delve into something in your career, especially something that's going to be controversial, that that hits home, especially for a lot of us. That you know, this this hits home. You know, so just the fact that you had that support, I know that's a big deal. To it, 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 it
1: really is, man. I mean, you know, they're watching. They're telling their friends. You know, and it's just it, it's amazing. It's humbling. I got some good people, man. Mm-hmm. Really good people around me man that 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 really cares about what I'm doing been with me for forever you know from the from the top ramen days. You know I mean It ain't like I'm eating You know Eating filet mignon right now But you, you, I can give me A good chili dog I can take a chick Out the Winter Snizzles now you know Well you not only have You not only have Good people um, Around you But you
2: also have A great supporting cast So I want to I want to go into uh, The finale episode Now it was titled WTF WBJD What does that stand for?
1: <laughs> oh wow um, You know what that stand for <laughs> Um, I don't know i mean it's, it's just a bunch of letters. I mean, you can make up something for yourself, you know, I guess okay. you can make up something for yourself. What you think of it <laughs> what the f- the fuck with black Jesus what the fuck oh, will black Jesus dude. do? What the fuck you know you saw the
3: little you always see w w j d you yeah. know right,
1: so you know they just had to put their r
3: on spin on it. you know what the fuck will black Jesus do? I must have laughed for like a good three minutes before I even started the episode when I saw the title. I was like, no, they didn't. This is hilarious. Yeah, man.
2: The finale. It was a great uh, finale. Let's go into the Lloyd Vic situation. (laughs) All right. So yes, let's. (laughs) So um, uh, Vic thinks that the situation is over. Scram, scoot. We're done. I've, I've accomplished my mission. So now I don't need you, Lloyd. Mm-hmm. Lloyd, on the other hand, was like, "No," <laughs> so he so he um, he issues a, he uh, subpoenas him for um, mm-hmm. for, um, for, court, for for court. Right. What did you guys think about that whole entire scene? <laughs> I thought it was quite hilarious. <laughs>
3: it was.
1: It was. It, was it, it, it was absolutely hilarious. Look here, I'm gonna tell you the truth. The, the creation process of Black Jesus, not just the the, the filming, mm-hmm. but the process of actually coming with the stories is so fun, man. It is so fun. I mean, with Mike Clattenburg, Megan um, Megan Roberts, excuse me, <laughs> Megan Collins. I'm faded, Megan. Mike Clattenburg, (laughs) Megan Collins, you know, um, Robert Wise, Aaron Magruder, and myself, we get together and we brainstorm and try to come up with a few concepts, man. And and that part is fun. You know what I'm saying? Just sitting there with those guys and and creating. You know what I mean? And not to mention the catered food. I mean, it is bomb. You know what I'm saying? Sitting in the writing room. I eat good in the writing room. I really appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Aaron. (laughs) The craft
2: service is period on (laughs) set. Yes, yes.
1: And Z, the guys who catered, uh, catered to set the black Jesus, thank you. They killed it every I, day, man. I need some of the fresh blueberry pancakes written now, partner. Oh wow. I took a plate home with me. You feel me? <laughs> I
2: took a plate. Um, but anyway, so so it was really hilarious. So when he got served, and right. so now they're in court. So suckle,
3: and he
1: had on Vic suit. <laughs> right, right.
3: I had the nerd to have his clothes on. On top of that, yo, I I was I was you know. Taken aback I I really I really want them To delve more Into the backstory I can't wait Till season 2 I'm just gonna Speak it into existence Cause there's no way as They can have should. a season 2 For as this, as this show I mean. it, it will be a controversy For there not to be A season 2 So I'm speaking To existence There will be a season 2 And I want I can't wait To see them going to the backstories of, of these other characters and see like how their story I would love to see how Lloyd ended up on the street what? because he's so smart this dude is a smart
2: dude what's so you know? interesting about Lloyd is we and we've said this on the show is you know Lloyd may be homeless but he has a background where he's obviously mm-hmm. you know he's like uh, if if you compare him to television he's like how alona was on the mm-hmm. on, on good times right. he was pearl from from two to seven mm-hmm. there is nothing in the streets that lloyd is not a, is not aware exactly. about he knows who everyone is he knows i mean he just knows exactly everything right. what would an old man like him know anything about the greatest dance movie ever um you got served so <laughs> so he knows he keeps his ear to the streets and that's one thing that you cannot say uh, that you no cannot pun intended
3: <laughs>
2: right, no right, pun intended. Right. Yeah, he keeps his ear to the streets. And so I like the whole thing with how he served them. And then when they're in court, then he uses the videotape. Right. that he videotaped of him don't now remember lloyd personally kept getting him drunk just right. so that he can take advantage of the situation right then he uses the tape i had a problem with the i had a problem with uh with lloyd's lawyer y'all <laughs> couldn't get him any speaking lines what's up with that
1: well lloyd's lawyer is actually norm eladjum uh he is the the big boss i mean he's uh one of the executive producers of the show he uh uh-huh. one of the um Main guys over there at Levity Entertainment Group, and it was nice to get Norm in on the, on the shot. Mm. Shout out to Norm. I see you, Norm. What's happening? here? You know what I'm saying? That's my guy, man. Norm came and ripped it. You know, hey, man, lawyers don't talk too much. They bought the money, man. How many lines you expect them to say? You know, the more lines they say, the more money you got to spend. That's so, right. you know.
3: That's right. I, I just thought. And you know, I he would have got his cut.
2: See, I didn't know that he was an executive. I thought maybe he was, you know, just like a, um, Like a special background actor, so I was like, "Dang, could they have given him like at least one word?" But I'm gonna
1: give you you two more, two more. Mm -hmm. Norm, he played the, the he played Lloyd's Lloyd's attorney. Robert Wise, who is also an executive producer on the show mm-hmm. and, 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 and very big in the creative process, uh, he is, uh, he played Detective Diggs, one of the officers that came to arrest Booney. Mm-hmm. And, um,
3: ah, okay. Julius,
1: the other officer that was there with, 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 uh, Detective Diggs mm-hmm. and, in the same way they arrested Booney. Julius is, uh, the, the head man, the key stunt coordinator. So, you know, it was kind of fun. You know, we, um, people on the crew wore more, multiple
3: hats. Keep it in the family. Most definitely. Gotta love it. Got who was uh who's Vic's attorney?
1: Uh, Vic's attorney was 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 some dude that wasn't doing a good job for him. <laughs> so <laughs> the next Johnny Cocker my ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> I shout out to that brother. He did a good job. I don't I don't remember the brother's name. But shout out, you did a great job, brother. Thank you for your
3: participation in Black Jesus. Yeah, he did a great job, man. Because I wouldn't hire his ass. Yeah, dude had uh he was sitting there and uh Vic Lloyd had Vic on tape. So, it was like, dude, you just got played by a bum on the street. Man. A look, smart bum. A smart bum. Uh, look, look, Lloyd, the, Lloyd's character, Lloyd is a
1: very, very cunning individual. And he is indeed homeless by choice. Right. So, take that in consideration. You know, for somebody to just, you know, take it upon themselves to decide, okay, I want to be homeless. You know, there has to be something behind this. So Lloyd is definitely a cunning individual.
3: I'm trying to figure out, my thing is, why is Lloyd... Trying to like maneuver back, maneuver into Vic's like his whole bubble. It's like he's trying to re- replace Vic and take over Vic's like where Vic is and, and be the new, not be the new Vic, but like, you know, take over his situation. Like, and, and Vic is so easily manipulated. <laughs> like, Vic thinks he's the one manipulating Lloyd the whole time. Lloyd is the one that's working him. Yeah. I took it as uh Vic is a old lonely man
2: he has no friends and i think that uh i think that Lloyd's an opportunist you know he's a lineman he has multiple hats so like anytime he sees basically a sucker He's going to, right. he's going to put that saran wrap around you and put you in his pocket. So uh, that's how I take, uh, that's what I take Lloyd to be. And if, if you look like a dummy, he's going to, he's going to get you.
1: And that's the beauty of, 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 of Aaron's writing. Mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. uh, a, a mixture between Aaron and Mike's writing and, and John Witherspoon as an individual and as an actor. John is going to come, you know, I mean, come on. This is like, this is like a, a trifecta. You got Aaron and Mike. You know, writing scripts, and you got John and and Charlie and and Corey and, and myself and all, everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, delivering this script, man. It's like it's amazing, man. It's, it's going to be good. It's going to be great. And, and what I was trying to say was that's that's the beauty of Aaron's writing. You can get all these different um, ideas about the characters, mm-hmm. and they'll all be true. Yeah, you know what I mean. He he writes the characters. He fleshes them out, and they're like three dimensional when you see them. And I also like
2: the fact that in this episode we, we got to hear a lot of backstory. We got to hear a backstory from Mrs. Tootie, we got to hear a backstory from uh from Mags and then we got to get more backstory from from Lloyd because he talks about that it appears that he basically lost everything because he was in the same situation, but it was with his wife who took right. everything from him. Mm-hmm. So, right. um, so we and, did get a little bit. And yeah. so, and we did get a little bit. And so what he won was he got a one, he gets, uh, he got one year employment with, uh, with Vic. <laughs> he has the use of the apartment and the use of the automobile mm-hmm. on the contingent. He has to just wash his ass.
3: Cold game.
2: So cold he's a he, he, he's a cold <laughs> piece. So I like that because now, as we go into season two, which we obviously think there's going to be a season two, now we have a whole year to to see how this relationship is going to work between Vic and Lloyd. Because by law, this is what has to happen. Right. So so will Vic, will Vic try to um, find a breach in uh, in the agreement, or will he? write it out. So there's so many ways that they can go for season two which I'm really excited to to watch out for.
3: He's going to have some bum house parties again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well whatever happens, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be amazing. You know, again I'm just asking the fans to tweet, um, Instagram get on your social networks hashtag Black Jesus demand Adult Swim, give us a second season of Black Jesus, man It's it's a great show and you know, not just because I'm on it, man, but I, the way I feel when people approach me and they, they, they tell me how much they like the show is so genuine, man. Mm-hmm. And I just, I really appreciate it, man, like for real. And to, to know that people really like it like they do, man, that is amazing. Thank you so much.
2: People honestly really do... um just if you hashtag Black Jesus, you have people that are quoting and it's not they're not there's just not they're not quoting one particular character. Sometimes they quote Mrs. Sooty. Sometimes they quote Booney. Sometimes they quote you. Sometimes they quote uh, Vic Lloyd. I mean, there's so many characters that they're all quoting because mm-hmm. there's so many funny things. So that that for me, that says a lot. Now, let's go into your character. So Black Jesus. Now he's in disguise at um at a restaurant right. mm-hmm. and it appears to be a Sunday because as he's coming out, you see a black family in dress clothes uh, going in to get something, t- typical of us after after eleven o'clock service, we go to a hometown buffet or somewhere, and and boom, we and we have to go eat. Right. They run into you, and one of the, the 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 father wants to take a picture and Instagram it because he cannot believe that <laughs> he sees black Jesus.
3: I thought that was funny. It was funny. I, I thought it was just. I so too. Yeah. It's
1: just a testament to staying current, mm-hmm. you know. Again, for me. Black Jesus, the show is like, it's, it's an exercise in, you know, what would Jesus do? What mm-hmm. would Jesus do given the circumstances, given his environment? You know what I mean? Yeah. What type of person would he be? What would he do? And living in this world we live living in, come on, man, if we saw Jesus today, I want a picture with him. If Jesus walked in here today, I would want a picture and I'm gonna put it on Instagram in which you can follow me at Slink Johnson, S L I N K J O H N S O N on Instagram. I will put my picture with Jesus on Instagram at Slink Johnson. That's
3: I mean, that you know, was I, real talk. <laughs> Yo, know, if you guys got any questions or you guys want to make a comment or anything, you guys can call in right now, four two four two five three zero five zero four, four two four two five three zero five zero four. This dude is funny funny and talented beyond belief. And yes, Thank he you. is this tall at Thank Slink Johnson. You. Yeah. <laughs> at
2: Slink Johnson. So the news reports that um, about the robbery, um, about the manure robbery, and how there's one horse that is still a large. And so basically, you're on the run. Correct. Um, which we get to see you now out of your garb. Your, your garb. Yeah. You know, we see you one one time. We see you with uh with a Lakers Shaquille O'Neal too small jersey. Right. The, your hair. Yeah, it was you know, young. Yes, when? it was. <laughs> Do
3: rag and that <laughs> right. Mm-hmm.
2: And so now we get now we get to see you on this on this run and like any time that you're out, people know who you are no matter what no matter no matter what disguise you're in. Mm-hmm. I, Everyone I gotta,
3: knows. Go not ahead. to cut you off, but I got a quick question: How many denials did you have of yourself
1: that you were you? in the, on that episode, yeah, I think it was three. Yeah,
3: and, uh, <laughs> I was like, they, sometimes I, I felt like with the writing because of the way the characters were. Obviously, he didn't have twelve disciples mm-hmm. that there was supplement. The things that jesus experienced with other characters mm-hmm. so like you know i think it was thomas i think was it thomas or peter I'm trying to remember right now but one of the disciples when he was being persecuted had denied him three times so i think they just supplemented with himself and he you know it was three times he was like no it's not me mm-hmm. yeah, i'm not man. i'm not jesus no there
1: are there you know there are a lot of uh parallels that's gonna always people are always gonna pick out and some of them are i will admit some of them are um you know planned and and a lot of them aren't like actually a lot of them aren't and thats just that's just a testament to the Bible itself and you know it's just life you right. know, and, and and to go back to to talk about black Jesus, that's life mm-hmm. everything in the Bible that 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 was happened years ago is happening today right different language I mean different you know different ways of speaking per se, but it's the same stuff, man so you were gonna always be able to pull parallels from the Bible into the show you know what I'm saying because Jesus was human Mm -hmm. he walked walked the earth as a human being and he did things humans do
2: and I also believe that you know with Jesus walking the earth I really the way that your character comes off of how, how upset you are at how sometimes people can be so selfish and even when you were praying to him um outside of the tree when you had on that little uh laker <laughs> yeah, jersey yeah, and, and then when you at the <laughs> restaurant you're you're praying to him but it's a it's a true honesty prayer because you are really f- your character but like jesus he's really frustrated because these people don't they don't get the big picture oh. and i believe that i believe that that's very true to, uh, that's very true for today he would be very frustrated having to deal with how how just how we are as a generation these days
1: right yeah most definitely I agree yeah. I think um, it's it's, a, it's appalling mm-hmm. you know but hey that's the world and you know people are all you know um, and according to the Bible God gave us all free will mm-hmm. so you know everybody uses their free will accordingly and you know unfortunately um, it's not always uh, the best thing for the world as a whole but you know, what we're gonna can you do?
3: There. Yeah, but we'll do the best that you can do. Right.
1: Just, that's 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 where making the world better. I don't want to deviate too far, but that's what making the world the world the way to make the world better is do the best you can, be the best person you are, and raise your children to be the best. I don't want to go out knocking on other people's doors and telling them what they need to do when I got a lot of dirt I need to clean up by myself. Right. I could be a better father. You know what I mean. Right. I, I could be a better son. I could right. be a better brother. Right. You know, I could be a better mate. So you know. Um, fixing the world begins with yourself. Right, of course. I'm talking to the man in the mirror. Who, yeah. I'm asking him to change his ways. Brother. And no message could have been any clearer. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and then make that change. Ooh. Okay, I just caught up in the moment. Rest in peace, Mike. Who
2: <laughs> just caught up in a moment? He I hit that. Me. Well, Mrs. Tootie also explains how everyone has a situation and how she feels that everyone needs to work on, uh, on their issues. Miss Tootie says that for her, she needs to stop trying to be a selfish bitch. Booney needs to work on uh, being a better parent. Fish. um He's just of them to stay out of trouble. Want to stay out of trouble. And Maggie needs to love herself mm-hmm. more because Maggie really doesn't have any friends. She doesn't have any homegirls. She doesn't have a boyfriend. She's she too
1: fine to be like. Like, for real. But it's always the fine ones It's crazy. It? Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, just, that <laughs> happens. I'm sorry. That's Maggie's crazy, not Callie. Sorry, Callie. Hey, Callie, do you like alligators? <laughs> Inside, Joe. <laughs> Inside, Joe. <laughs> Side joke Oh brother <laughs> Well So
2: We're at So now at, Everyone's at the garden uh, yes, Trying to figure out What's going on And how to try And save the garden And so now Fish finally steps up Fish now all He has all of the faith He's saying You know What the F would Jesus do He has faith And so now Which is very
3: ironic mm-hmm. Considering All the stuff That's led up To this situation And actually Fish was the one That displayed The, le- displayed the least amount of faith Up until this point Mm-hmm so it's funny now that now he's the one that's praying and, like... You get it? Those
1: And those type of people are the people that God works on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? According to the Bible. Right. You know? Yeah. You, you work on people who, who need that, who need that spiritual strengthening and, you know, who need that comfort. And yeah. Fish,
2: I mean, if you want to go back to the Bible, um, Jesus did. Uh, pull up, he, um, I forgot the name, but there was one who was a fisherman. I think, I believe it was two of them that he actually pulled and brought him into and started working on him. So, uh, you know, so that's not only true in life, but it's true to, uh, how it represents, um, the Bible as well.
1: Right on. Yeah.
3: So, um, just I, for, just for like you and the rest of the cast, I know you can't speak for the rest of the cast, but maybe you guys like talked about some things or whatever. And, and just for yourself, you mentioned a couple of things, like just this process of being on this show. Are there were there things that were revealed to you just as an individual, as a person? Like, man, this is a that's something that's that's really powerful that just kind of like resonated with yourself. You know, like because you're constantly like sending messages, and sometimes it's like being a teacher, and you can actually learn stuff from your own lessons when you're telling somebody something they like. It's like somebody coming to ask you for advice, and then you're telling them something they need to know, but you're like, damn, I needed that myself, kind of thing. Is there were there things like that happen throughout the filming process that you're kind of like man that was that was kind of that was kind of good or deep right there?
1: Well, you know to be absolutely honest, um, I can't name one thing in particular. Mm-hmm. However, I say just the entire the, the entire experience of playing Jesus on TV is has been uh, overwhelming. It's been an epiphany for me because I just feel like again it makes me want to be a better person mm-hmm. and not necessarily uh that I want to be Jesus. I don't want anybody to get me wrong. I'm not Jesus Christ. I portray Jesus Christ on TV but however, I do want I do aspire to be a better person because of it. Because now I got people coming to me, you know, they telling me how much they like the show, and they are also telling me what they're getting from the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The the, the messages and the, the 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 lessons that they're getting from the show—it's right. overwhelming for me, and I kind of want to keep that up. You right. know, because I've 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 done some questionable things in my life. I mean, we're human. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I've done some real janky shit but you know again I'm changing my way of course has there been one thing in particular that a fan or a a fan or
2: um, a fan or viewer have said to you that really just like hit you
1: um it's all culminated in one common thought one common uh, sentiment it's just keep doing your thing man Mm -hmm. and you know I get it yeah I get it Sling Johnson I get it Mm -hmm. great show bro I get it And and that that's that's what gets me the most. You know, to know that somebody gets it, they understand, that, hey, you're getting me, you feeling that right on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's it can be kind of frustrating when somebody uh you know doesn't want ref, refuses to watch the show and on top of that, you know they they shitting on your show. Yeah. You know, come on man, just watch it, give it a chance. You know what I mean? But the people that get it and not just like it, but I get it. Yeah. You know, I'm getting these messages. That that's just the main thing. You know, all of them. There's no one in particular um, statement from anybody. It's just when they tell me that they're getting it, and you know, you make me want to be better. Oh, I, I can't give one. A kid just said on my Instagram just recently that, mm-hmm. "Yo, if Jesus was if Jesus was really like you, I'd be more involved in in church." Amen. And I hear that more wow. and more. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, and just to be able to to relate to the children, because although although the message might the message is always going to be a good message always be a good one however the way it's delivered might not be palatable for the for the whole world or you know for a, a certain group of people mm-hmm. but the message is there and as long as it, you know some people
3: can get it i'm cool with that you, you know the the initial response was pretty crazy mm-hmm. it, i mean how were you expecting that mm-hmm. to have that kind of reaction like all i mean because the reaction that the show got initially i mean it was articles and you know it was all kind of stuff <clears throat> like was it like oh i expected this or was it like dang we're getting that kind of like feedback like what was your like initial reaction to
1: definitely i expected it um i i expected more i expected it to be a little um more fierce mm-hmm. you know but shout out to aaron magruder because he's been a great friend a great mentor you know, he, t- and he told me what to expect in regards to, you know, it's going to be a lot of backlash. And it's, and, it's, and it's obvious. I'm not a dumb dude. I'm not the smartest dude in the world, but I'm not dumb. You know, anytime you're dealing with a central figure in anybody's religion and you're not necessarily doing it exactly how they like, they're going to be up in arms about it, and understandably so. Right. You know, however, to those people, I just say, please watch the show before you condemn it. You know, check it out. It's a real funny show, and and open up your mind and and, and open your heart, and then check it out and look for the messages as opposed to the language, mm-hmm. as opposed to the language.
2: I want to quickly uh, go into the the garden. So there was a little disarray with the um, with your disciples, your your crew. Some were feeling a certain way, but they all literally came back together. And I also like the fact that you still even had the cholo's. Everyone was, you know, together. But then once um, once that it was getting uh, once uh, the garden was literally about to go down. People kind of you know dispersed or whatever. And then once the news reporters was there and they were protesting, everybody was there. Everybody was back together, you know, protesting. And then we see you coming on the horse that the little kid reminded you, um, uh, showed you to you know to to bring it all in together. I thought that was just a really great scene. How everybody was together. And then although you were being arrested you were like there was a couple of things that you said that i thought was that i thought was really great you said how um you said how you know we planted the seed already so let god do the rest and then you go to and then you say to um a black jesus says to fish you know i felt that faith good looking and how they tried to uh hide your boy a rock but you know i got on three days and he was like you know don't worry you guys I'm going to just leave it to you guys. And then you, you know, you go off and then even Diane is now in the fence, uh, feeling a certain way about that as well. So my question to you guys is, do you think that, um, so, so after like a month, uh, uh one month later, now you're in the halfway house, you're spreading love and the charges have been dropped. So you're going to get out in a couple of weeks. And then you mentioned in the scroll letter from them that maybe Diane, had a change of heart do you feel you i know you do you think diane had a change of heart
3: i think that diane just watching it looked like she had some reservations just when jesus was getting arrested Mm -hmm. like even when the act of it happening it was more of like did i go too far like was this really necessary kind of Mm -hmm. thing because i think you know she's having a lot of issues just because. Jason's not doing and performing or, you know, doing what. Jason's a slacker. Right. Mm-hmm. So she thinks that he's the cause of it, but at the end of the day, Jason is a grown man responsible for Jason. Is, is me arresting Jesus, who all these people believe in, did I, did I really? Go too far. I feel like there were some like reservations about her actions that you know will, might come out in season two. And even even when she was
2: standing in front of a little girl just to see the little girl, how sad she was when uh, the community guard was being torn down. Yeah, she looked at the girl and there was just a, a moment of like, oh boy, I think I really screwed up. Mm-hmm. So. I think that's um, interesting to see what will happen in season two is yeah. their relationship. And then do you think Jason
3: will take Diane back? Yeah. he He's not really feeling it right now. It's I hope obvious. he does.
1: She fine as a- him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> he better. <laughs> he better take that back. No, I think he definitely... He definitely is gonna take her back, you know, and he's gonna have his reservations about taking her back because of like how are you gonna go this far to do you know all this over mm-hmm. some funky tennis shoes or whatever mm-hmm. you're gonna get my boy locked up blah 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 yada yada yada, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, Jesus told him, you're supposed to be with her, you know you know you guys are representative of two communities coming together, so I think at the end of the day he's gonna take her back because he knows he's supposed to he's gonna get over it he's gonna to have to get over it and but- Jesus
2: did say um that. That um, you know, don't let her get away.
3: Right, he, he did. He said, "Don't let her get away." So he's like re- reinforcing that, you know, like look. At the same
1: time, up. though, we can't, you know, ain't no spoilers, you know. We still waiting for a season two. So while we making up all these little plots and stuff, like, hold on, I just say that to say, you know, y'all sound like, oh well, maybe you'll get back it because Jesus says so. How many times do people listen to Jesus? that's true you that's got true. a point you, know, you got a point so you know Jesus speaks to us all the time but do we do we always listen that's true that's so very true we just gotta see
2: I wanna go into some of black Jesus favorite moments for the season
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> you get money fucking with me you get money with the boy <laughs> there is yeah, that's this, some lines boy
2: and, and, and speaking of that there's you know there's a lingo that I think all guys of a particular area speak, whether if they're from LA or from the Bay Area, and you rep it so well. Um, I hear hear Bay Area, I hear E-40, I hear, um, there's so many of because I'm from the Bay, there's so many I feel like when I'm, I'm watching you, I also feel like if I was in the Bay Area and Black Jesus was in the Bay Area, I feel that you would
1: you would speak among the same people, but just in the Bay Area. Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah, um, I, I have a very, very, very heavy Bay influence. For a lot of people that don't know, I I am a rapper. And I came up under the tutelage of Too Short. So mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time up in Oakland. Uh, I spent a lot of time with uh, E-40. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just ran into 40 last night. Shout out Earl. I'm going to give me some of that Earl Stevens selections tonight. You know what I'm saying, and um, yeah, I, I got a lot of love for the Bay. Area. I'm, I'm very deeply rooted in the Bay, mm-hmm. um, here too. Here in LA again, I, I grew up here, and I'm originally from Arkansas. So I, I kind of like to consider myself an ambassador of, of the you know the West Coast and the Third Coast. You know what I mean? Because I got a lot of love in a lot of different areas, man, and all over the country, man. I got some real, real, real good people on my on my team, man, and. You know, mm-hmm. when Slink Johnson come in town, they, they 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 roll out the red carpet and, you know, I smoke all layers.
2: <laughs> that was one of my favorite moments. So during episode one, when you <laughs> grab the blunts, <laughs> then you start puffing and they're all looking at you like, OK, is he going to pass the butt And you're
1: like, no, no, hold up, hold up, hold up. I, I got a moment. I'm, I'm going to give it to you in just a second.
3: Now, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: mean, they're really, going really to really, I already swear Jesus by a little weed, man. You know, it was hot up on that cross, man. It was real hot up on that crossway. I'm just saying,
2: hands hurt, feet hurt. What was one of your What was one of your favorite uh, Black Jesus moments?
3: Uh, I mean, just, just when, it, when he was talking about you get money, you know, and he was like, you get money fucking with my boy. <laughs> wait, 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 but you uh, gotta,
2: you gotta do it cause you do a great impression. So can you uh-huh. give us the, the black Jesus impression? He was
3: like, you get money fucking with your boy. You get money fucking with your boy. You know, and they doing the garden. They working. He's like, inspired them to work. You know, like. Don't worry about the money. He wasn't saying that we're gonna become drug dealers. I think some people might have misconstrued it. Yeah. But at exactly. the end of the day, it was like if you just have faith, your needs will be taken care of. Exactly. That's what he was saying. Money
1: is money is 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 metaphor for for, right. for everything, for success, for life, for for you know in this in this day and age we live in right now. Money is the most important thing in, of all. Mm-hmm. So I try to say money. Money could be anything. You know what I'm saying? You you hungry? You have been out all day? Mm-hmm. Damn, Thaddy's all here, man. Get your money, man. Right. Eat. Right. Get yours. You know what I mean? So whatever. Substance, you know? Mm-hmm. Get your money, man. Whatever it is. Whatever your happiness is. However you find your happiness. Whatever your vice is. Get your money, pimp.
2: I love it. What speaking of money, one of my favorite <laughs> moments is the batter the the banter between you and Lloyd. And so when L- Lloyd wanted the uh the numbers to the Lotto, <laughs> he says <laughs> well fuck y'all stanky ass he, Lloyd said I don't stink if I stink I would smell myself Black like Jesus says you do you do stink and smell like ass and crackers
3: <laughs> and he says he, 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 said, he said you lucky I love your punk ass by default I fell out that was a cla- yo was that written no. <laughs> no I love your punk ass by default
1: I mean, it was written after, you know. um, That was hilarious. I mean, we didn't make it up on camera to spot, of course (laughs) not. Right, right. But,
3: you know, again,
1: after a few improv sessions and, you know, hanging out with with John, you know, we came over some nice
3: banter. Yeah. But that's real because you think about all the dirt you do and all the stuff you do and all the wrong you do, mm-hmm. or whatever, and God loves you anyway. It's mm-hmm. all about you. I still you love to you. Turn, you still love you. Yeah. I
1: still love your bitch ass. Right? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're you acting like a little bitch right now, but I love you anyway though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's just like, you know, this is like parents. Yeah. It's like parents. I right. love my kids. I love them to death, but I don't like them little motherfuckers. <laughs> How dare you make me love you? <laughs> I'm really thinking about what you eating you know what I'm saying well, you want something to eat I'm supposed not to care about that but you know I still love them cause they mine man I'm just kidding <laughs> Jacob Justin Jalia, daddy's just playing with you
2: I love you the Jays. a couple uh, just a couple of things I know we have the music playing but just a couple of things you were in a movie called After I'm Gone when does that come out um Sometime um, the first quarter of two
1: thousand fifteen. Okay, and what, what what's the character? What are you playing? I play a uh, obnoxious MC at a comedy club who's giving the main character some real bad, real bad time. You know, my character is uh, dating the main character's girlfriend now. Uh, this just wasn't cool. And then let's talk about your make safe. The forty year old vert. The Forty Year Old Virgin. Yeah, Virgin. I got a mixtape I'm working on. Like I said, a lot of people don't remember that I'm a rapper. I'm a rapper first, and I got a mixtape called The Forty Year Old Virgin, in which I'm taking a lot of uh, beats from the '80s mm-hmm. and um, murdering them with oh, 2014 snap. flows. Oh snap! Yeah. That's
3: what I want to. That's what I want to hear. That yeah. we
1: want you. I'm gonna want
2: you to come on our other affiliate, um, Black Hollywood Live, but we'd we'll love to see you come and perform some uh, a track.
3: I want
1: to come on Black Hollywood Live. Yeah, well, it up. but but it. right now though. Mm-hmm. That's cool, but right now it's about After Buzz TV, After Buzz TV, y'all. Absolutely,
2: and we want to thank you for um, for being here. And I, I personally just want to, you know, tip my my beanie off to you and just say thank you. Uh, when I was on the set, you were you were very nice. Uh, you were speaking to everyone, and you personally thanked us for being a part. And I was like, well. You know, I just thought that was I thought that was really cool just to see you guys. And you guys were just one big family. And um, I'm just so proud of you on the show. And and, you know, like I said, I really hope that there is many more seasons to come. And I like how they left everything open for there to be a season two and and so forth. So we want to just you. smart writing,
1: smart writing, Aaron Magruder, Mike Mm -hmm. Clattenburg. Yeah. Wonderful writing. But yeah, thank you Bam for for being a part of of the show. Thank you for having me on After Buzz TV, Young Thaddeus. You know, I thought I was going to have to kick his ass when well, I'm glad he came, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was going to kick your ass. I was really look, Bam was like, "Don't kick his ass, Slink. I'm like, "Man, what and what's up with this?" You know, but it's cool. I'm saying though, hey. My bad.
3: We'll talk about it later,
1: guys. And your and your in
2: <laughs> your uh your G-Code series.
1: Oh yeah, I got a YouTube series called G-Code. I got a couple of them. I got a few series on G on, on YouTube. Um, the main ones right now I'm working on are G-Code, Check Your Nuts. We just dropped episode 7, and we're just about to drop uh, episode 7 of Community Service, shot by my boy Van Elder. Look up his channel, Bullseye Productions, uh, on YouTube, and check out some of my videos. Or you can check out my, look for me on YouTube, Slink Johnson. And yeah, um, that's that's actually, I want to let everybody out there know, I'm never abandoning the internet. I'm going to murder 2015, me and King Bats are taking over oh, your no. internet Oh wow access Oh that's, wow That's gonna be really really good Yeah man so, I just gotta come to set <laughs> Yeah And then your Twitter Twitter Facebook Instagram at Slink Johnson S-L-I-N-K J-O-H-N-S-O-N No spaces No underscore Put all the letters together and you got your boy And where can you be
3: found? Instagram and uh, Twitter Club Thaddeus and that- you could-
1: Thaddeus was fit to have his ass found in the hospital if y'all to kick his ass. <laughs> and you can find
3: me,
2: uh, you can find me on all social media at Bam Erickson. And before we go, can you give us like you know one of your famous lines? You know, the community Gordon or something. Give oh, me something.
1: Man. Um, you, you know what? Boy. I don't even know if I want to let you hit this fine yet because you know your minds ain't ready and your heart's not open. You know you need to be a little more kindful. You know, you need to quit covering your wife, you know? I mean, quit covering your neighbor's wife. You know, I know she a bad bitch, but, you know, that's from the original <laughs> skit. That's from the original skit. See, that's some that's some gold right there. You know, um, that YouTube skit, the original YouTube skits for Black Jesus are gold. And anybody that has them right now, keep them, hold on to them, because, you know, you probably will never see Black Jesus like that again. But wow. it's definitely uh, comedy gold, man. Thank you, Aaron Magruder. Thank you guys for watching
2: Black Jesus Season 1, AfterBuzz TV with Mr. Slink Johnson. Uh, thank
1: you, guys. Smoke all yours. When I come over your house, smoke every bit of it. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm-
0: From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network.